We all got skills. We have talents and we have passions. But mine, mine happens to be sex. <laughs> this is the Fun Sexual Podcast with your oversharing swinky best friend, Majesty. And I'm talking sex and all of the ways and all of the things that make sex, well, fun. Hey friends, welcome to episode 55 of the Fun Sexual Podcast. It's been a while since y'all have seen me or heard me on the mic by myself because um, I've been having guests and I've been loving having the guests on and I'm looking forward to having more guests on. But today you got me, Maj, aka Majesty, aka the play party princess, which is funny because I got to tell y'all something, aka the wholesome hoe, aka the sexy sweetheart, aka a fistful of fun, aka chocolate Velma, aka the cultivator of good vibes. All, all still apply, all still apply. Although I have been, uh, I've been chilling lately. I haven't been. I feel like I'm like, I haven't been much of a hoe lately. I've really just been focused on what this next chapter of my life is going to look like. And when I say next chapter, I mean 30. I have about a year and a half until I turn 30. And I'm really sitting here thinking like, what do I want 30 to look like? What do I want 30 to look like? Do I still want to be doing this podcast at 30? Um, do I want to be a millionaire at 30? Do I want to be somebody's mom at 30? Do I want to be, I don't know, living in a different country at 30? Do I want to be working for somebody? Do I want to be working for myself? Like I'm really just sitting here trying to figure out what 30 is going to look like for me. Um, and I'm not hell-bent on any particular thing. I'm pretty flexible and open for any options, but I'm really thinking, like, what do I want 30 to look like? And right now, I just don't know because I have so many balls in the <laughs> balls in the air. <laughs> because I'm juggling, I feel like I'm juggling so many different things. It's kind of just hard to, like, pick something and be like, this is what it's going to look like and just work towards that. So, you know, I've been just trying to do a little bit of life planning and, and set things in, in that path so that I can, you know, achieve what I want to achieve or do whatever the fuck I want to do. I have also been really focused on my like event planning. So last weekend I did, I hosted the Femstations uh, pleasure party. It was a play party for women by women with Morgana of the Susia uh, TYP house in Bushwick, Brooklyn. And that event went really well. Um, I didn't have many expectations. I kind of just didn't know what to expect from that uh, party. I knew what I wanted to happen, but I didn't know if it would happen. And it kind of happened, kind of didn't. I'm going to tell y'all. So I had this fantasy of having like a masturbation circle, but not just any masturbation circle, right? I wanted an all women's masturbation circle. And I literally wanted us all to be like sitting in a circle, right? Coochies facing towards the center of the circle. So you can kind of just see everybody's coochie from where you are. And we're just masturbating, you know? And maybe some people decided to come and sit behind you and assist you in your masturbation. Or maybe the person that you were kind of eyeing, you saw how they were masturbating and you could kind of know what they like or how they like to be touched or something like that because you sat there and watched them. So that was my idea. And I put it out there and I said it to a lot of people. And again, it kind of happened, kind of didn't happen. Um, when I say kind of happened, kind of didn't happen, we I put it out there. People were down. We we're trying to get it all set up. We we're trying to find a space that was open for all of us to do it. And then 
some people were in it some people were out some people were kind of just sitting around so it didn't really happen and then I kind of ended up the person that was sitting next to me excuse me I'm gonna open my little my little drink without breaking a nail um the person that was sitting next to me um who was in it I told her I was just like turn around she turned around and her and I are like facing each other coochie to coochie just masturbating which was cool wasn't mad at that at all so do I still want to do it yeah I still would like it to happen the way I envisioned it but I'll, I'll take what I can get we likely do not hold me on this y'all don't hold me on this we likely will be doing another femstations play party um it was just it was a dope event we had rouge noir there uh doing some dominatrix work we had bondage queen tana there doing some rope we had miss tati there doing a live body painting um the vibes were great the women were beautiful it smelled good in there everybody looked so good it was it was a really nice a really really nice time but I really got a shout out to my bitch Panty Next Door because she was slinging strap. I have another friend whose name I can't mention because she real down low with her kinky shit. But you know who you are, baby. And you was slinging strap too. I was very proud to watch my bitches slinging dick, laying pipe, beach. It was great. Um, I feel like there's a lot to catch up on, but almost there's a lot to catch up on and nothing to catch up on at the same time because I really have been chilling, but I haven't spoken to y'all one-on-one in so long. I'm just, I'm trying to like put my, put my life and my thoughts together, but, um, I am still spending time with the couple. Um, I actually played with them last week and that was fun. Um, that night made me realize that, um, I, I need to be doing more strapping. I haven't worn my strap in and used my strap in had to be over a year. I haven't used my strap since I think that since I think one of my like my slutty puppy and that was ooh that was like a year and a half ago now. So, I need to be putting some more strap work in um and getting my stroke together, getting my positioning together and stuff like that cuz I feel very I put it on recently just to put it on and I felt really detached from it and I don't know. I don't know. I definitely used to feel a lot more comfortable with my strap. And I want to get back to that point because um, it was always fun. Strapping was it was always fun. I also came to the conclusion, before I even say that, for the people that watch P-Valley, let me tell you what I did, right? So, I had my night with a couple, right? And um, I went in the bathroom, took a shower, got dressed. And I had some shoes in my car. So I was like, ooh, I could put these shoes on with this black lingerie, these black shoes, black lingerie. And, you know, have a little, set a little vibe, set a little moment. And right before I had went in the bathroom, me and the couple, we were talking about P-Valley or whatever in the last episode or whatever. So when I uh, got dressed, I walked out the bathroom. I had my, uh, my heels on. And I was like, this is your Mercedes experience. <laughs> Mad corny, mad cheesy, but I got a, I got a kick out of it. They, they laughed, they enjoyed it, they got the reference, so it was all cool. But that was fun. Um, now what I was saying is, I don't remember the last time I spoke to y'all and talking about my own personal sex life, but I came to the conclusion recently. It may, it might just be the conclusion of this chapter of my life, but I came to the conclusion recently that anal might not be my thing, like. I enjoy anal play. I enjoy getting my ass ate. Um, I can take a finger. I can take a toy. I cannot. Like, I've seen women get their asshole fucked like it's a pussy. I can't do that. 
My butthole will not let me do that. At least not in the ways that I've tried it. And I've tried the warming up and I've tried the toys and I've tried the relax. But what I have not tried, and I'm not necessarily condoning this, but I'm not necessarily putting it to the side. Again, I am not a sex therapist. So if you decide to take my advice, that is up to you. However, I would like to try anal. Maybe a little bit drunk, not fucked up drunk, but like a little bit saucy because then I can like loosen up a little bit more. Or maybe I need to try like poppers or something like that. But anal hurts. I've tried it a good number of times. I've tried it with a, with, with a penis. Four, maybe f- no more than five times. No more than five. And there was a time that it was kind of it was kind of getting good, but it was still a little bit uncomfortable. This last time I did it, it was like it wanted to be good, but I just I, I couldn't. I couldn't relax into it. So it was, it was just, it wasn't. And then the next day my booty hole was hurting. And then also, I don't know if this is a thing for anal, but like the next day, like I felt like I was going to shit on myself all day. And y'all know I don't wear drawers. So I was kind of like nervous that if I farted, I was going to shit on myself. I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like anal might be one of the things of all of the things that I've tried, which is a lot. I feel like anal might finally be the thing that I say. It's not my thing. Cause every, almost everything else I'm trying to think there's never been anything that I've tried and said, I did not like, and did not want to do again. Never anything, never anything. And I've tried a lot of things. Anal might be that thing for me. I might give it one more, one more good shot, but I'm a, I'm I'm a, I'm not rushing into that. I'm going to make sure that I'm anal training up to it. And I'm going to do that with somebody that I really fuck with. Cause I feel like if I really fuck with the person, like really, really fuck with the person, it might be a different experience. So I won't write it off completely, completely, completely. But for now, it's going on the it's going on the red it's going on the red list, y'all. It's going on the no no no. Um, upcoming, I'm really excited, y'all, because I am coming back to Washington D.C. after the Neon Jungle play party. So many people were like, "Yo, please, when are you coming back? Add me to the email list, yo. I can't wait to come, yo. Please come back." So, I'm coming back to Washington D.C. August 20th, almost exactly a month from today. I think it actually is a month from today. I will be in Washington, D.C. for the Roaring Twenties play party on the 20th. You feel you see what I did there? Roaring Twenties on the 20th. Um, really, really good time. It's going to be a really good time, really dope play party. I am in the process of vetting. By the time this episode drops, tickets sales will not be open, but the vetting form is up. Check out the link in my bio to fill out the vetting form so that on Monday, July 25th, when the tickets sales open, you can be one of the first people. Let me tell y'all, 50% of the tickets sold out in the first hour after the, uh, when I opened ticket sales for the Neon Jungle. I do this because I want to give everybody an opportunity to get their tickets. That's, but I also have to do the vetting process, which takes time. That's why I try to encourage everybody to get their vetting forms in so that when you get sent the link and the ticket sales open on Monday, July 25th at uh, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can go in and get your tickets, okay? Because there's there's the, the space is, is a decent space, but I don't like to invite a whole bunch of people even though the space is a decent space because then there's no beds to have sex on. There's too many people navigating each other and it's just too much. I like to I like to to keep my numbers at a comfortable place, you know what I'm saying? Even though I could throw, I could probably throw 20 more people in there, but I'm not gonna do that because I want everybody to have space and have a good time. I give a fuck about creating the motherfucking vibe. Anyway, um... So yes, the Roaring Twenties play party coming up, Washington, D.C., August 20th. Doors open at 9, consent speech at 11. 
Get your fucking ass there before 11 o'clock. Because once the doors close, nobody will be watching the door. People will be upstairs having sex. So be there on time, please, y'all. Please. I know niggas love being late for whatever reason, but get your ass there. You got two hours between 9-11 and socialize. Catch a vibe with somebody. Get there. Don't get there late. Don't get there after 11 because nobody's watching the door. Okay? And y'all know, if y'all don't know, I like to be one of the first people having sex at my parties. I have a, a friend that I link up with uh, at my parties when he comes through. And he's the first person that I have sex with. Literally after my consent speech, I usually go and grab him and go fuck him in a room. So um, I won't be watching the door. And anybody who would be watching the door is now off the clock at 11 o'clock. So get there on time, please. Thank you. Um, next thing, I saw an article, right? And this article was really really funny to me and that is why I want to share it with y'all it was funny to me but also like kind of serious there's a woman suing a man for ten thousand dollars in Detroit for lying to her it's like standing her up on a date every article that I read was very vague they didn't actually say what the lie was you know they didn't give details about the actual standing her up part but what we do know about this woman is that she has had a couple different interesting lawsuits uh lately so it does it's giving like she tries to sue people for money kind of vibe but also like I also feel where she's coming from about suing somebody for standing her up on a date like call me crazy but even in the I think it was New York Times posted it on Instagram somebody posted it on Instagram and in the comments people were like this bitch is crazy yada yada yada, yada doing all of this shit but as a person that has been stood up for a date before, like I think most of us have, most of us are online dating. We've gotten stood up before, right? I've been stood up on a date before. And would I sue somebody for $10,000? No. Would I like $10,000 for being stood up? Hell the fuck yeah. Hell yeah. I would love $10,000 for being stood up. That is why, did I say it on here? I know I was saying before, like I need to start taking deposits for dates. I wish that I could take a deposit for a date because me, I'm busy. And if I set Tuesday from 7 to 10 aside for you and, you know, the date starts at 7, that means I started getting ready at 6 with the makeup and the hair and the clothes and the things and then driving there. Gas is expensive as fuck. Well, gas is starting to go down, but gas is still expensive right now. Like, if I take my time and set my time aside to do this for you and I show up to a place and you are not there, that just wasted four hours of that you know not that didn't waste the four, whole four hours that at least wasted probably close to two hours of my time that's fucked up that is that is just the most inconsiderate shit and as I was reading the comments people were like well I definitely be ghosting people or I definitely be standing people up and I was like that's why you would be mad if you know if she actually got this ten thousand dollar lawsuit because somebody could sue your ass I am not somebody that that stands people up because I think it's inconsiderate it's inconsiderate. If I'm going to be late, I'm going to tell you that I'm going to be late. And I'm not going to tell you two minutes before. I'm going to tell you when I realize I'm going to be late. An hour before. 30 minutes before. I'm not going to tell you right at the moment that, that I'm going to be late. Because that's really inconsiderate and fucked up. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a considerate fucking person. And more people should be. I'm not even going to go on that rant. But what I'm saying is, I was a little bit... I don't want to say, I wasn't weirded out, wasn't uncomfortable. I was a little bit annoyed at the fact that people were like clowning this woman. Should she have sued this man for $10,000? She said it was for um, pain and suffering or some shit. I can't remember what she said it was for, but it was because a date fell on her mother who had passed away his birthday and all of this other shit. But I understand where she was coming from. People were like, he dodged a bullet by not going out on this date with her and all this other shit. 
If some, when somebody stands me up, if somebody stands me up, I would love to be paid for my time because my time is valuable. I don't just sit, I'm not like, I don't just sit around after work, just being in bed, doing nothing. Like my time is actually fucking valuable. So if I set it aside and give it to you, I want you to respect that. And to not show up is disrespectful as fuck. So, um, I don't think that she, I think they like dismissed her case. She actually like filed for the case in a wrong court or something like that. And, um, and was getting smart with the judge, which wasn't very smart on her behalf. She was like yelling at the judge and getting smart with the judge, which was really fucking stupid. But, um, I don't think she, I don't think she going to be, uh, I don't think she going to be getting that money. But, uh, I digress and I get it. I wish if it was up to me, I would take a $1,500 deposit for anybody that wanted to ask me on a date. $1,500 deposit and you'll get that money back if after the date after the, after a good date you'll get that money back because if you invite me on a date and you turn out to be a piece of shit a fucking like misogynist and you're like gross and I hate you then you don't get your money back but if you are a gentleman you are a kind person and I'm not saying I have to enjoy the date because we did everything my way I'm saying enjoy the date because you were a good fucking person then you get your money back I like that idea but I know it's not realistic. Anyway, let me put y'all on to something that I just got put on to. Okay, I'm not a drinker. I drink wine and champagne generally, right? But I have been drinking these Trulies lately, right? Which are, they're a hard seltzer. Um, they're 5% alcohol. But here we go. They're 100 calories. 100 calories. Now, they're not super like pungent and super like flavorful. They're not super sweet, but that's what I like about them. They are like nice. They're like a nice summertime, slightly fruity, fucking little bit of buzz. But you drink like two, three of these things and you can and you can have a nice buzz going on. I like these. For someone who's not like a liquor drinker, I really, really am enjoying these fucking hard seltzers. Apparently, everyone has known about them except for me. So... Maybe there's somebody else who also didn't know about them. And if that's you, you're welcome. They have a bunch of different flavor packs. This flavor pack was like the tropical, maybe tropical flavor pack or something like that. This one wasn't really my favorite. I don't know if this was tropical. I don't remember which one this, this, this flavor pack was. This one wasn't my favorite. My favorite one is the one that comes with like a passion. It comes with a passion fruit, a pineapple, a mango, and a watermelon kiwi. That, I think that's the one. I think that's the one. That flavor pack is good, but I know it definitely has the pineapple, mango, and passion fruit in there. But they're good. They're good. Um, This one isn't that cold, but when they're nice and really cold, like it's just a, it's a fun summer drink. So that is this week's Let Me Put Y'all On. Okay. Now, I was going to wait to have this conversation with somebody else, but I could not... I could not not tell you guys this fucking story. Are you ready? So, excuse me. Ooh, I don't know if y'all heard that burp. I wonder if you caught that. So, Maj, Majesty, the Play Party Princess. I got put out of a play party. I know. I fucking know. Every time I tell this story, it blows my mind. I also think it's 
fucking hilarious. I think I've told it so many times that it's not it's like it's losing the funny. But I got put out of a play party. Now, let me give y'all a little bit of backstory about this play party. Um, the person that invited me to this play party was friends with the host. He had been inviting me to different parties and events for like the last year. And I was just, I was never able to make it or I didn't want to go or I was seeing somebody and they didn't want me to go or you know, there was a couple different reasons that I didn't go, but I also was not particularly eager to go because if I was, y'all know I would have showed up. But I wasn't particularly eager to go to any of the events that he was inviting me to. Why? Because in the kink community, in the New York, New Jersey, like area, the, and the you know, up here, he we run in different circles, you know? And there are different circles. There are different types of parties. There are different groups and stuff like that. But I have a certain vibe that I go for, okay? Y'all know that I am bougie, okay? I'm bougie. I like bougie shit. I have no problem with that. I don't mind paying money to go to something that's going to be, you know, well done, well planned, well organized, and all of the things. His vibe based on the bits that I know about him based on the people that I know that he hangs out with and the circles that he you know dances around in they're not very bougie they're not the type of people or the type of events that I would necessarily want to go to so that's why I wasn't pressed about going to his events but he invited me to event to an event and he was all you know you know come and I got you you're gonna be good you blah 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 and I and, and then eventually I was just like I told myself like just go I was like just go but I was still on the fence so I had told him I was like I don't really know he's like come on I got you I was like all right cool so when I said that he sent me the rules of this party right from the host they sent a three page a three page two and a half page list of rules. How many rules are on here? There are 27 rules on this rule thing, right? I am about to read some of these rules to y'all because I'm gonna just read some of these rules to y'all and I'm gonna let y'all ponder. I'm I'm gonna try to just come up with your own conclusions of what you think and how you feel about this party, right? So if your date If you and your date do not plan to play, please do not attend. This is a real swingers gathering. Let me tell you my problem with this rule. If I come to an event, me and my partner come to an event, and we don't want to play, we don't fucking have to. And that doesn't mean that it's not a real swingers event because we didn't want to play. Maybe we're not attracted to the people. Maybe I was on my period. Maybe, um, you know, I didn't really catch a vibe with anybody. Nobody made me feel sexy. Nobody made me feel horny. And I didn't want to play with anybody. So I didn't like that rule. That was one. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to read all 27 of them, I promise y'all. I'm going to skip through. and But I, I'm just giving y'all, like, the, um, I'm just giving y'all the uh, important rules and things. <sighs> Upon arrival... Men and women will be required to dress down into the theme attire for the night. No exceptions. That's fine. That's fine. Everyone will play the adult games in lingerie boxers and masquerade masks. How you going to tell me I got to play your games? How you going to tell me I got to play your games? What if I don't don't like the games? 
and usually, you know, play party games and shit like that. A little truth or dare, get to know you type games, never have I ever's and shit like that. It's usually fine. But I'm going to circle back to this rule because this is the rule that got me kicked out. Um, here we go. Here we go. Everyone attending was handpicked. We are all looking to have a great time and everyone is coming on the same page as far as being full swap or open to playing. So all you have to do is ask permission, get consent to make sure they're okay with playing with you and your partner. Everyone is on the same page. They didn't even see the people yet. We don't even know who the people are, who the people that are coming are. How are we on the same page? I don't know if I want to fuck y'all. I don't know. I haven't even seen y'all. All couples attending are full swap and most, if not all of the single ladies are bi, but asked to confirm, we made sure to invite full swap couples and bi ladies only. You can tell that this was organized and put together by a man, by a cis hetero man. It is written all over these rules. Here we go. Um... Being drunk, bring your own condoms. Um, very important message. And this is a, literally in parentheses. Very, in parentheses. Woo! very important message. Practice good hygiene. All men and women, please be low cut or shaved or no hair. How you going to tell me how my coochie got? <laughs> how you going to tell me how my coochie got to look when I'm coming to your party? What if somebody is into, what if somebody's into bush? What if I've been growing up my bush for my content created my content creation fucking career? How you gonna tell me I gotta I gotta shave to come to your party? This, it, it, this is crazy to me. This is this is this is ooh, okay. Again, these rules were written by a cis head man. Um let's clean up stuff. Um and that was, you know, that was pretty much that was pretty much it. Uh, as far as the rules that that I feel like reading of the 27 rules. But after I read those rules, the vibe that I got was, if you're coming, you better play. And you need to cater to what people want to see of you kind of vibe. And that's not how I move. Y'all know me better than that. First of all, I do whatever the fuck I want to do or don't do what I don't want to do. And that is why I am a part of the kink community in the first fucking place. Because nobody can tell me what to do and what not to do with my coochie. <sighs> So, host read the rules. There's a rule about consent, but didn't give a consent speech. Now, y'all know how I feel about a consent speech. A consent speech is one of the most important parts of a party. There was no consent speech. There was like a rule, a sentence or two about consent, which is basically get consent, right? Then they went around the room and people introduced themselves, who they're with, and their limits. Here's my problem with that. Doing the limits that way makes it seem like anything that I don't say now, I'm down for. How about instead of that, right, you ask me as you're interacting with me, trying to have sex with me, right, or I'm trying to have sex with you. I'll flip around. I'm trying to have sex with you. How about I ask you what you want to do? How about I ask you what you like instead of having to announce that to the entire party and, you know, making it seem like anything else I'm with. I don't know. Let's encourage a little bit of communication here. 
So they're going around doing that and blah, blah, blah. That's not important. But until they got to this one guy, right? This one, this one older black man, my name is X, Y, and Z. I'm here with my partner, X, Y, and Z. And then he goes something along the lines of, um, my limits, just know I ain't here for none of that shit. If you here for that shit, you at the wrong party. And I'm like, what is he talking about? And in my mind, I knew what he was talking about, but I was hoping it was not that. And he was like, you know what I'm saying? You know, I don't want nobody, don't nobody needs to touch my butt. I'm not with that shit. If you with that shit, you at the wrong party. Went into this whole thing. And I'm like, is he serious right now? He was serious, y'all. He was very fucking serious. How... I'm not even gonna call, I'm not even gonna call it homophobic. I'm not even gonna call it homophobic. It is rooted in homophobia. I know that it's rooted in homophobia. But every other person up until this man, and probably 10 people went, introduced themselves before he went, they were like, I'm not into, you know, my limits are, you know, I'm not into anal. That's what pretty much almost everybody said. I'm not into anal. But he went on to this whole thing. I ain't into that shit. And if you here for that, then you get the wrong party and da 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 da. What? And when people do that, that just makes me think that. You are into it even more because if you weren't into it, all you had to do was say, I'm not into it and call it a fucking day. But that was not, that was not that. So as that happened, I actually was supposed to go next to the next, I was supposed to go like introduce myself after that man and I had a friend sitting next to me and I looked at my friend. I said, why you gotta do all that? Like, why did you have to do all that, sir? If you're not into anal, just say I'm not into anal. It's really easy, but whatever. Um, so I introduced myself or whatever. My name is Marge or Majesty. You know, I'm here to have a good time. You know, I don't like anything put in my butt ever without any permission. But ask me, you know, I, I'm going to respect you. Um, I expect you to return the same respect back to me. Um, just ask me if there's something that you want to do or something that you're interested in or, or don't want to do or whatever. Just ask me and I'll tell you. And I would like to get fisted tonight. That was my introduction. That was my intro. So after everybody's done, um, mind you, before the introductions happened, it's like by the time they did the introductions, it was probably like 1230. It was already getting late. And I had been there since, I don't know, maybe 10. So the party is starting late. You could tell that the host was a little disorganized and, and a little nervous um, or I don't know if he was nervous, but he was just, he was just, he was pretty disorganized. He was not very organized at all. And so before we did the introductions, they're playing these, these card games. It's like, um, kinky, like a truth or dare game. Right. And the game isn't questions like follow your breasts sexually for two, you know, you know, for the group or, you know, do your best, um, orgasm fucking face or it wasn't stuff like that these cards are like pick the person to the right of you and lick their nipple for 30 seconds um grab your partner and ride their face for a minute in the middle of the room it, it was shit like that and i'm like hold the fuck up i don't know none of y'all motherfuckers and they're like the party hasn't even really started yet at this point they're playing games this is before the introductions i don't know y'all niggas names like, I'm not doing none of that stuff. I'm not doing that. I don't know y'all. Like, that's the thing that we talk about. You got to catch a vibe first. You catch a vibe first. People, I'm not going to say nobody because there are people that, that want that experience and want to, like, bust it open for, like, random people. That ain't me. That ain't how I move. And that really isn't most people to do that or to be like that. 
Let's have a fucking conversation. Let's catch a vibe. Let's talk about what I like and what you like so we can guarantee that we're going to have a good experience. That's how I move. So they played that game. I did not play that game. I kind of sat around and just, you know, talked to a couple different people and tried to see if I could catch a vibe. But honestly, up until really the time I left, nobody really had conversation with me. Nobody really asked me my name, asked me what I was into, you know, and especially I feel like a lot lot of couples were there. And if you want a a third, you want a unicorn into your space, you got to make them feel comfortable. That is how that works. You have to, you have to do things for the unicorn to feel comfortable in your space to want to have sex with you. Y'all are already together. Y'all are already partners. So this is a solo person. You're wanting to come into your stuff. You can't expect them to walk up to you to have that experience. You go up to them, you talk to them. I came, yes, I got invited by somebody, but I was clearly there by myself. And no, none of the couples had like chatted me up. And I'm like, is this, a, this is supposed to be like a swingers event, you know, a full swap event. I expected people to kind of know those rules and guidelines of like how this kind of works but I'm assuming that they didn't or maybe they just didn't care or maybe they didn't want to play with me either that could also be an option I can't assume that everybody wants to play with me but either way up until that point nobody had even really chatted me up so after the rules had been done we the the host broke people out into groups to play games and so there's like twister Jenga the true for dare game and then like this fucking spin the wheel Thing. It's like a wheel of fortune wheel that had different like dares or activities or tasks. I'll call them tasks, tasks on the fucking wheel, right? So I got pulled into the, the True for Dare game group and they hand me a card. And my card said something along the lines of pick someone who's not your partner to give you oral sex for two minutes. Again, I don't know none of y'all. None of y'all have tried to chat me up yet. It's not going to fucking happen. But also, where's the part where I get to consent to that? So I'm looking at the, I'm looking at this card. And I looked at it for a, for a little minute. Not because I was considering doing it. Because as soon as I read it, I knew that I wasn't fucking going to do it. But because I was so almost disturbed by the fact that People coming into this space probably don't know that this is not how this, this is not how a party goes. This is not how a party goes. You don't break people up into groups to play games at a fucking play party. You, as a host, should be, not even going to say that, because again, everybody likes a different event. I, as a host, do things to encourage people to converse as opposed to uh, trying to force people to have sex. It felt like this host was waiting on like the first, like for the first sex to really happen so that the party could kick off. Cause usually that's how it happens. Usually somebody that kind of kicks the party off, people start having sex and then it kind of just goes from there. But it felt like he was trying to force people to do it instead of creating a space that people felt comfortable doing it or creating a vibe or creating an environment or creating an energy for people to want to do that kind of stuff. So I looked at this card and I put it back down on the table. I was just like, I guess I'm not going to fucking play this game. But y'all remember the card game. The card, the, the rule said that everybody has to play the games. So while I'm like sitting down, kind of just watching the room, whatever. And I'm watching someone play this spin the wheel game. And when she spun the wheel, it landed on something like use the drodo for two minutes. The fuck saw, saws all with the dildo attachment, right? And as soon as it landed on that, this guy goes, oh, I got to go get the fuck saw. I got to go get the drill, though. So he runs upstairs and goes to get it. And I'm like, 
what in the frat boy fucking where my hug at is going on in here? Now, I forgot to say this. When the person that invited me invited me to this party, the second time, after he sent me the booze, I was like, I don't know. Then I decided to go. The second time I was like, I don't know, was when he sent me the address, okay? He sends me the address, and I see that the party is in Newark, New Jersey. Now, you know how, like, I could say nigga or nigger, hard E-R, if I feel like it because I'm black? I can talk shit about Newark because I'm from there, okay? The hospital that I was born at was two or three blocks down, two blocks over. My... The house that I grew up in and the apartment that I grew up in in high school was maybe four blocks up, three blocks over. My best friend lived one block up, one block over. Another, I spent most of my time at a friend's house after high school uh, who lived one block over, two blocks down. Um, I know the chicken shacks around there. I know the corner stores around there. I used to catch the 39 bus, the 13 bus, the fucking 99 bus. Like I know this area because I'm from there. I ran those specific streets where this party was happening. And so I can also say, that's the fucking hood. I could also say, I don't want to go to a sex party in the fucking hood. And I'm not feeling bad about saying that because my thoughts were 1000% justified. Like I was not at all proven wrong in my thoughts, in my biases about attending a sex party in Newark, New Jersey. Okay. So I'm watching that happen. I had already put my card down in the pile. The host who handed me my card came back over to me and was like, where's your card at? And I was like, um, I put it down. He was like, why? I said, cause I'm not going to play this game. I'm not going to do that. And he was like, why not? I was like, cause I don't want to. He was like, um, so what you going to do? I was like, I'm just chilling. I'm just going to, you know, catch a vibe, feel it out, whatever. He was like, oh, we don't do that here. I was like, what? He was like, X, Y, and Z person, the person that invited me should have told you that that's not how we do things here. Remember the car, the, the rule said that you had to participate in the, you had to participate in the games. So I'm like, um, well, that was a reason like that I wasn't going to come here. He was like, well, maybe you shouldn't have. And I was like, you know what? You're absolutely right. I should not have. He was like, then maybe you should leave. I said, you know what? I'm going to do that. He was like, no, you should leave right now. Oh, love, don't worry. I'm on my way out the door. So you ain't got to worry about me. You ain't got to worry about me. I went upstairs, um, grabbed my bag, changed my clothes back into my street clothes. And um, as I was doing that, the person that invited me was upstairs in the room. And he was like, where are you going? I was like, I'm leaving. He's like, why? I was like, because your host isn't very hospitable. He's like, what happened? I was like, he, I was like, I'm leaving. He was like, I'm gonna go talk to him. I was like, no, 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 no. You do not have to talk about, talk to him about nothing. This was not my vibe. This was not my scene. Enjoy your night. I'm gonna head home. He was like, um, well, maybe you should invite me to some of the stuff that you go to, you know, cause I, what is your vibe? Maybe you should invite me to some of the stuff you go to. And I was like, no, this is your vibe. This is your scene. This is the party that you vouched for. When I said I didn't want to come and you said, no, it's good. Don't judge a book by its cover. He said all of this stuff when I was questioning if I wanted to come at all. This is the party that you vouched for. Enjoy your party. I'm going to head out. So he went back to this party and I went home. And I was just mad at myself for ignoring 
all of the red flags up until the end of the like I I just ignored all the red flags. I could have stayed my black ass home in my pajamas watching fucking solar opposites or anything else. Literally anything else I could have been watching. But I went to this party that I didn't want to go to and had the shitty time that I thought I was going to have. Um, which is funny because I had friends that were there and they were like, you got kicked. They were like, I was looking for you. I was looking for like, I was looking for you. I couldn't find you. I figured you had probably left cause it got late. We had such a good time. I'm glad I didn't want anybody to have a bad time. I just knew it wasn't a good time for me. It wasn't going to be a good time for me. And that is okay. The beautiful thing about kink and the community and all that stuff is there are different spaces for different people. You can have different experiences in different places. Um, there are different types of parties, whether it's swinger parties, whether it's fucking unicorn parties, whether it's fucking singles parties, whether it's all women, all men. Like There are different spaces for different people. There are different hosts. There are different event hosts. I myself am an event host. That's not how my parties look. That's not how my parties go. That party, in my opinion, was done wrong. And to people who have a a basic understanding, not even basic, who have an understanding of consent and what consent looks like and how consent goes and is not just doing it from a male perspective because they didn't, they never said the words enthusiastic consent. They never said the words enthusiastic consent. And if I asked them, I have a very strong feeling that if I asked them what enthusiastic consent was, they wouldn't really be able to give me an answer because I feel like if anybody would have said a, I mean, I guess they would have jumped for the opportunity to do it. If a, if, if a fucking card can tell me whose dick to suck, then I guess maybe I'll try it would have been enough for somebody to jump up and, and say I consented to doing something. It was very like frat party vibes and I don't like that. So that was a story about how I got kicked out of a play party for the very first time. One of the worst parties that I've ever been to and I got kicked out of it. It's funny because when I told people that, like, I got kicked out of a play party, everybody's like, what? How? What? Because people know how I do. They know how I do. They know I'm the play party princess. And um, and then everybody's like, so what did you do? What makes y'all niggas think I did anything? Like, I was really just chilling, trying to catch a fucking vibe. And that was not allowed. So whatever. Raisin is over here. He wants to play. It's been, I've been recording for a while and he really wants attention. But anyway, we're about to wrap up this episode. Sorry, baby. So, um, two things before we actually head out. One, playlist. What is the playlist? Songs to play to on Spotify and Apple Music. Every episode, I add a song, sometimes two, to the playlist. Um, which was a hit at the Femme Stations play party. People really enjoyed the playlist. It had a mixture of playlists. Um, it was the um, fun sexual playlist and a playlist that my friend Hito sent me. Thank you, Hito, for the playlist. Um, check out his podcast, um, The Hitchhiker's Guide to E&M. Um, they're dropping an episode. I think he said he's dropping an episode the same day I'm dropping. So check him out. Um, but uh, the people really, really enjoyed that playlist. And the very last thing before we actually get out of here is my affirmation for this week. So the affirmation for this week is people can only treat you how you allow them to treat you. They can't get away with treating you like shit if you're not there to let them. And don't forget it. Okay, so I love y'all so much. So, so, so very much. 
I am hoping to, I am going to be bringing y'all some really fun episodes. I am so excited about the episodes that I'm going to be recording over the next, really over the next fucking like three weeks. I have one, two, three, four, five, potential five episodes to record in the next three weeks that I'm hype about. So y'all will be seeing some shit coming soon. I love y'all so very much. Thank you for rocking with me. I hit 15,000 followers on Instagram today which was a really good feeling and I fuck with y'all for fucking with me. I really do. I really do. I am, I am hoping and praying that as long as I keep giving y'all my authentic self, that something going, some tables is going to shake. Some shit is going to work. And this shit is, it's, it's working. This is working. You know, we'll see what it looks like in the next couple months, but it's working. So I love y'all so much and I'm a peace out.